it's not my fault, really. Actually, when it comes down to it... I did not even think of... I was just trying to be nice. Oh, no. You were being very nice, but now that you gave me, it's like a little bit of a taste, and it's been like so long since I've had any... Like, it's been a while. And I'm already a little bit like bonkers as it is, and then you just give me a little bit of that, like sweet, sweet crack juice. Yeah, it's... It's working. You have the look in your eyes. I forgot the, the crash juice. is going to hurt. I forgot the juice eyes. But the high is so good. Hello, everyone. This is <laughs> Fun Employment so Radio. Sweet. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. And I do want to thank everybody who remembers that... When you have pest problems, the place to go is Black's Pest Services. Yes, indeed. Have some strange bugs or some bees or some mice or some random pests. Well, Black's Pest Services can help you out with all of those problems and more because that is what they do and they're very good at it. And that is why I want to remind you to never forget to call Black's Pest Services. Tell a friend, tell a family member, anybody else who's having any problem like this, certainly recommend them and have them say, hey... I heard about you from Fun Employment Radio. They'll appreciate it. We'll appreciate it. And it helps everybody have a better day. So don't forget, wow, Black's Greg. Pest that Services. That was moving. That was moving. Yeah, see? I'm the kind juice of in the mood does for your it. body good right now. The like juice is the- good. I mean, it's, yeah, it is a little bit. So here's the thing. Right before we went on the uh, show, uh, Sarah, um, it's been a very long week. And, you know, we don't need to get into that because that's every week's long for everybody, everybody now. Everybody has all uh, their stuff going on, some, yeah. You know, every week's a new gift of wonderful things, which is very true, and... Every time my phone rings, I, I seriously go, oh, what fresh hell is coming to me now? That is, like, I've, I've tried not to, like... No, you I'm, can't go into that. I know, I'm trying to be positive, no. but, like, a, that how, that is how I put a positive spin on it, because that's how I feel like I have control over it. I'm like, what fresh hell shall the phone call bring to me today? Well, no, you can't, You got to look at it a different way. No way, because then I'm pleasantly surprised when it's not something bad. Oh, I don't understand that that's, one. I have to trick myself. Yeah. That's okay. what I have to do. I feel like that's a way for me to try and stave off the negativity by like pre- being prepared, like, you know, a, pr- being prepared for the worst, but then, you know, hopeful for the best. Okay. I'm, to, to me, it makes sense. Somehow you just depressed me, I think, in what you just said Drink right there. Drink more juice. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So, uh, Sarah did give me some juice before the show, and if you know me, I've, it's been a while since I've had any juice, and I do get a little bit of a sugar rush from that stuff, and it's been a weird week, so I've never known anybody who bit of a, gets like that immediate of a rush. Like, you're like a little kid who eats too much candy. It's like immediate. Yeah, it, it really is. It's strange how it affects me now, and it didn't used to affect me that way, but this definitely has changed over the years, where a little bit of, you know, a little bit of lemonade juice thing is just like... Uh, coursing through my veins oh and then it goes away so quick i gotta pump it back up again oh my god so it's like it's it's wearing off like your drug use need just one more hit yeah it's like playing a video game like this would be like the super boost that you could do if i were a video game and somebody were playing me as a character a kind of boring but b um this is how you would like pump me up a little bit Mm. i haven't played my video game in a while i just realized that Oh no! This is something that's been a bit. Is of that we're gonna? Issue. Are you maybe gonna do a little juicing this weekend and play your video game? I don't have time to. I'm not gonna be able to do any juicing and play the video game, but I would like to. I'm not opposed to it. You don't have time. Oh, I hope you have time to. You need to set some time aside for yourself. There's that no time very, for that. That is very important. There's no time for yourself. If you have time for yourself, you have time for something else. Uh, so, the- okay, and I'm depressing. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, man, that is. No, I have time for fun. You have time to work. (laughs) (laughs) If you have time for fun, you have time to run. See, and that's when I'm like, well, I guess I better go run because I got to get in shape again. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Uh, 
<laughs> Dennis, how long before you are lacing the juice with insulin? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I totally missed that Wilford Brimley died a couple days ago. <clears throat> what? Did you see that? No. Yeah. yeah. Is it wrong that I didn't know he was talking? <laughs> no, um, I don't think I did either. Uh, I did not know. Wilford Brimley passed away. Really? Uh, no, so five days ago on the first. I hadn't. I, I missed that. Okay, yep. well, uh, to Wilford Brimley. Diabetes. Diabetes. You know, he used to star in a show called Our House. Yes, Greg, I, I do know that. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he was the he was like the grandpa. Do you remember the only thing uh, what it reminds me of Wilfred Brimley is the cranky ice cream truck driver next to our old studio or not, our our current studio? Holy shit! Yes, our current actual studio. Remember the ice cream truck driver who looks exactly like Wilfred Brimley? Yes, and he drives by like, and he is so angry. Yes, he make. Well, okay, I just. Well, no, no, no! I yeah. know he's very angry. Like I would not want to get ice cream from him, and for some reason, we're like our studio is in this like very industrial area. No children, so I have no idea why he's driving around slowly, you know, between a whole bunch of like warehouse buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but that's, that that's exactly not actually like Wilford him. Brimley. It's not, but he looks exactly like him. He does look like him. He's got that's, the mustache and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the glasses and the mm-hmm. the grumbles. Yep. Yeah. Wilford Brimley was probably like a really nice guy. Oh, he seemed like he was nice. Yeah. Also the star of Our House. I think you already said that, Greg. Show. You know, he also, oh something God. else. Here's a, here's a Wilford Brimley fact that probably a lot of people don't know. Did you know that Wilford Brimley was in the Star Wars universe? I did not know. Wilford Brimley played a character in Star Wars. But who did he play? Well, it wasn't actually Star Wars the movie. It was Star Wars the TV movie, uh, the one about Endor. And I just popped it up. Uh, Ewoks, the battle for Endor. Wilfred Brimley played an old man who was taking care of two kids on that one. And the two kids uh, ran away. And uh, I watched this movie a lot as a kid because it was a TV movie. So that means we recorded it at some point. So whatever we had recorded, we would watch over and over. But yeah, Wilfred Brimley was in the Star Wars universe. Oh, boy. He was so in some. Um, he was in some Lifetime movies I watched too. He was always like the you know yeah. the trustworthy, like loving grandpa. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it worked. Totally worked. Yeah. Well, there we go. All right. Anyways, so that was we just remembered that because of your juice. That's yeah. Why. Yeah. Ewoks: The Battle for Endor. That was what Wilford Brimley was in. So there's a little bit of Wilford Brimley trivia for everybody as you go about your day. You really anyway. just watch that over and over again? Yeah, we'd watch it over and over. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I remember because I wanted to be the. Kid, the one kid had like a he got a hold of like a magic staff but then he like touched it and it trapped him underwater it, it was why I was always terrified of I would I would be terrified of our ponds for a while after watching that because what happened is this kid like touched the top of water and all of a sudden it flipped him underneath and he was underneath it and it wasn't ice but it was like ice and he's pounding Ooh. on the water and he couldn't get couldn't get above and his, I think it was like his sister there just watching him like Whoa. did you have any other and so that would that would always like freak me out so a you'd bit. be afraid like if you can't get near the water that it would flip and you'd be underneath it yeah mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to get out I had a ridiculous fear of something I watched when I was younger it was an episode of Sesame Street and they were Who doing get scared of Sesame Street it was still terrifying and I've never looked it up but I still remember how much it scared me and I was afraid of hills for a while oh god he's chugging juice now um, because they did a sound of music spinoff and then they were sitting like singing like you know like the hills are alive with the sound of music but then the hill starts shaking did nazis then, come out no but the hill becomes it's, it's an actual person that's a nazi sitting. movie right yes okay yeah, sound of music yeah and so the hill starts like shaking and then all of a sudden it starts lifting up and they're actually sitting on top of like this giant hill monster's head and that terrified me 
Well, that's unnerving. It's super unnerving. So I was kind of afraid of big hills when I was younger because I was afraid that it was just the top of a hill monster's head. Wow. Yeah, that's... Because he would start... Sh- I remember I'm like, what the fuck is that? My sister and I were both freaked out about it. So you didn't want to go on hills? Were you, no, you were I like afraid at, of hills? I mean, maybe now that's explaining, like when I look at water tanks, I'm like, maybe that could be an alien. Because now I just always thought that the... That the hills could be tops of like monster heads or something that were just like sitting underneath there just waiting to go like Whoop. Well, that's very upsetting it's very upsetting thank you huh yeah another thing I was uh, afraid of when I was a kid and I, I think I brought this up in the show but it's been a while is for some you know we didn't have a I won't go into it but we didn't have a lot of channels you know because we lived out in the country so it's just like whatever was on like whatever happened to be on at that time that's what you watched and so uh, what? That's funny. Vicky says, I think that's the first time I've ever heard the sound of music referred to as the Nazi movie. <laughs> well, it is. There's Nazis, right? I mean, well, it absolutely is. Yeah. And they have to I go mean, run. They're a, running from Nazis. They are. It's yeah. also a beautiful story about the Von Trapps and based on a true story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still Nazis. I mean, there are Nazis in it. Were the Von, Tra- the Von Trapps weren't Nazis. No, they, they were trying to escape. Yeah. 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 But wasn't one of them like dating a Nazi? Correct. Mm, yeah. It's questionable. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, then she wasn't anymore when she found out he was a Nazi, and then they fled the country. Okay. Um, where was I going? Oh, yeah. Another thing, like, irrational fear I had when, a ch- when I was a child. So yeah, I want to know what other people's irrational fears were. So... so we have, like, getting flipped and going underwater, because your universe flips. Um, hills being the top of monster heads. Well, so the other one I had, and this was when I was really little, is... But I remember it vividly, because it was really upsetting. Because I didn't really... I must have been like three or something because I didn't really understand how television worked. Mm-hmm. And we had to watch what was whatever was on. You know, that's what's on. You don't have a lot of choices. So Perry Mason was on a lot. Like all the time, Perry Mason was like on syndication constantly, the old black and white. But it was always, you know, I didn't understand the show. I just knew it was the show with a bunch of people yelling because they're always yelling at each other in the courtroom and people are getting mad. And in my mind, I remember this. I thought that if something happened to the television and it broke, all those people would come pouring out and they're all mad and yelling and I didn't want to be around the mad and yelling people. I was like, they scared me. This makes so much sense about you as a person. How? It just really does. I don't know how to put it, but like I like how the little angry yelling people would come spilling out of the television. Yeah, they scared you. they scared me. Oh yeah. God. I was scared of them because I'm like, they're so mad. And so I whenever it was on, when I was going around near the television, I'd always give it like a way wide berth. To make that sure. is adorable. Because I was afraid I would fall. And like, what if I fall and I break the TV and then the angry people come out? And so that's what I would do. Okay, that's... <laughs> like I, for, a little, like, for a little kid, that's adorable. Like, be like, oh my God, that your TV is actually full of little people. Yeah, angry, yeah, little angry yelling people. And so I had to steer way clear of it in case I'd fall and like break it. Wow. Yeah, that was a real fear I had. I can absolutely see that. I, mean, I remember that very much. Yeah, that was a strange one. A lot of weird, weird things. I mean, I remember at one point briefly thinking that yeah, yeah, like the people lived inside of the TV and like how small they were. Yeah, I I don't know how that. I don't think I had all the all the math worked out on it, but you know. Well, it was I mean, just like, it's magic when you're a kid. I guess so. Well, it was. Yeah. I mean, at that particular point, no, you know. Probably not anymore. I mean, um, let's see. Yeah, Tony says, I remember one time with Channel 12, you could watch Perry Mason for six or seven hours straight. Yeah, because there wasn't a whole lot of syndication, so it was like. Perry Mason was on all the time and the Brady Bunch. I remember when I worked on uh, 94.7 here in Portland at Entercom, and that was that would always be on in the break room every day. Like, there would be people just sitting in there, and you know, like, a lot of the older DJs and stuff, and they would be on their lunch breaks, just Perry Mason, like, black and white, on, like, 
both the TVs in the break room every time. It's like, oh, it's still Barry Mason. And yeah, exactly. A whole bunch of people yelling at each other mm-hmm. in the courtroom. And then you don't know what's going on. And there's a lot of yelling. It's like, this is not relaxing. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it must have been good. It was on for like years or decades. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard the remake is really good, though. Yeah, that has the guy from uh, Brothers and Sisters. And from The Americans. Yes. Uh, I like him. He's a great actor. something. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Ow, my finger still hurts. Please stop talking about your finger. Okay, well, I took a big chunk out of it. Yeah, that's a gross term. I don't know what else to say. So I've been a little stressed this week. And um, so what it is, it's a lot of hurry up and and get stuff done and then wait. Hurry up and get stuff done and wait. Um, I'm kind of in a... We're in a transitional period with a couple of different uh, transactions with my real estate stuff. And so there's a lot of moving pieces right now. But a lot of it is, you know, like you submit something, see if if it's all right, then you're waiting for something to be submitted. And all you do is like sit and wait and go crazy. So when I do that, I just start to like panic clean. I don't know if you do. I think that's something that you probably do too. But I wasn't really paying attention. So I started like, you know, shoving things and taking them and like throwing them in the garbage or throwing them in a goodwill pile. I'm like, I haven't worn these in three years. Like. I only get into these moods every once in a while. And it's like, to garbage with you. Just start throwing things. To garbage with you. To garbage with you. And then at, at some point when I was like reaching into one of my drawers and like flinging things out, I realized that I had like, my hand was covered in blood. I'm like, oh no. And I had like totally scraped my finger. Ah. Oh my. Oh, you guys, Greg is already fading. I'm looking at him. He is. <laughs> you are spaced out. You aren't even looking at me. Greg was spaced out staring at the table. It's like quick little bursts Here, is what it gives just, me. Let's just give you a little more. Let's <clears throat> get you through no, because I, I got to I got to get do... you through the show. Well, I mean, I guess a little bit more is not going to hurt. Got to get you through the show. Just, just a little nip will do. You know what I'm excited about? Yeah, I did clean the kitchen, though. <clears> yes. <throat> what are you excited about? Oh, sorry. About? Are we talking about cleaning? No, I was talking about how I hurt my finger. Yes, I'm okay. Thank you for asking. Yeah, it kind of hurts, but I'm all right. I appreciate the concern. I think it'll. I think it'll heal up okay. I don't think you want me to go down the road of like injuries. Is that what you want me to do? No, God, no. I mean, I can start I just, talking I about injuries. I just filled injuries. you with juice, so just talk about something else. What were you going to talk about? I'm really excited about the fact that there could be more revelations about UFOs and aliens. The government said that they're going to start revealing more information slowly but surely, and I think now is the time to do it when everybody else is distracted and everybody will just be like, oh, yeah, sure, aliens, all right, that's cool. And then nobody will actually really stop and think about it and be like, no, wait a minute, there are aliens, and there's UFO technology, like alien technology possibly all around us, like being utilized, and they could have bases. Where did where did these thoughts come from? The fact that uh, there, there, was a, there was a post... Uh, there's talk about the fact that there's going to be um, more things from the Pentagon and the Department of Defense that they're going to reveal. Oh, did they just announce this? Yeah, they announced it like a little while ago that they're Mm going to start uh, talking about it and there's the things that, you know, they found that weren't uh, made by humans. Isn't that, you said that something about like some materials that they found that were not like based on anything that could be made on Earth? Yep. That's so creepy. Yep. So that means that they've been here. Yeah. No, that, yeah, 100%. So do you think that they're in hiding or they're like walking among us? I don't know. I don't know about that part. I can't, I mean, how am I supposed to know about that? I don't know. It seems like you've given it a lot of thought. I have given it a lot of thought. That's something else since, since. What else have you been thinking about? What have I been thinking about lately? Oh man. Well, I'll tell you this. I do have a bit more of a bit of a theory that I do think I have a nemesis. Oh, so, and it has to do with my Jeep. 
So here's the thing. Uh, you know, as everybody knows, you know, I've got a Jeep. It's cool. It's, uh, it's and if you to, don't know, maybe everybody doesn't know. But maybe you don't said. know. Yeah, I, I bought a Jeep right before the whole pandemic thing happened. So good timing on me to get a car payment. But, uh, but I've had the taillight stolen. Had to replace that. Had the license plate, uh, which is a specific holder for a Wrangler, stolen. License plate and the license plate holder. And the li- yeah, the license plate holder. And the cord cut. It, yes, in, and had it sliced, and then that was stolen. But now, there's one other thing where I'm just like, this seems odd. So, I've taken the top off of it, and long story short, I don't have the soft top on it yet because I... Um, I'm waiting for a couple of things to, to arrive in order to do it. I'm missing a couple of pieces. So it's completely open air right now. Yeah, but I mean, it's cleaned out. Top you is don't off. have anything in there? No, not really. Not really much of what's in there. Yeah. That's not what I'm worried about. The reason I think I might have a nemesis is this. So yesterday, take a look at the weather report. Notice that it was going to be raining. I'm like, well, this is an open air and it's really hard to put the other top back on. It's like, well, I better go get a tarp because I don't really want this thing to be full of rain. Thinking ahead. Just like, this is the right thing to do. That's so I went and got a tarp yesterday. Wrapped it all up. Have it all perfectly set there. I'm like, great. It'll be protected from the rain. This is good to go. And this was last night. I wake up this morning. Didn't think about it. About 7 a.m. That's usually my coffee time. Like, I do about an hour and a half of work, and then I get my coffee. Oh, boy. I got my routine. And so I'm, I'm sitting there making coffee, and I look outside. I'm like, what the hell? The tarp is completely pulled back off of the Jeep. <gasps> laying on the front and completely off, leaving it completely open and it had been pouring rain for I don't know how many hours so the inside's completely soaked. So I went back out there and I put it back in place. The thing is, even if there was a little bit of wind, even if there was there was wind last night, the wind doesn't come from the direction that this was blown off. And on top of that, it, I was all tucked in. I just can't imagine that any amount of wind would have been able to take that completely off like that and have it like laid back and folded back. Well, let me ask you this. You have a camera out there. I do, and I haven't found anything on it. It doesn't mean you can't get around that. You can get around it. There, there's a way to get around that. I mean, never mind, there's no way to get around it. I was going to say, what are you saying? No, no, no. Well, let me... Anyway... Don't get juice angry at me. I'm trying to help. I'm not getting juice angry. What I'm saying is I haven't I have gone through the footage, but I need to go through a little closer to see if I can see anything. I, I just really don't truly know. think it would be wind, Greg. I don't know. It seems kind of weird. I mean you're not a bad person. I don't see anyone who would dislike you personally enough to keep fucking with your Jeep. But what is it then? I think that it's some sort of crackhead who's who probably bought a some Jeep and uh, is just like taking some parts of, from yours that they needed. Hmm. And I think that the tarp blew. I don't see how it would do it just like that, though. Like, it's too perfect. It was too perfectly placed. I think there's something up. I well, that is kind of like a tunnel because it is like between your house and like the next door house. So, I mean, it's kind of like a little wind tunnel there. Well, okay. I hope it's... I don't think... I'm just hoping that nobody is doing that because that would be really creepy. Did you check for missing parts? Yeah, I, I didn't see any missing parts. <sighs> I don't know. And you lock your... Everything's anything locked. Anything inside? Okay, everything's yeah. locked. Everything's put there. I'm just saying. Huh. Maybe I have a nemesis. Oh, well, show yourself, nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. 
Your nemesis sucks. Mm-hmm. They're a shitty person. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Hmm. Something I have to consider. Okay. Would more yeah. juice make you feel better? But no, I wasn't. Wasn't. I'm fine. Oh no, it's turned. Do you have any world of crazy? Yes. Let's talk about some world of crazy. Okay, hang on. Well, give me just a second. I didn't realize mm. we were going right to it. Yeah. I think we are in your world of crazy. Yeah, it's a bit nutty. It's a little, little loosey goosey. Weather there. changing too. I think that's done a little I bit to it. I love it. I love the gray drizzly. Oh my gosh! I went for a, my old lady power walk this morning and listened to um, a murder mystery. It was just fantastic. What murder mystery? Oh, thank you for asking. I just finished uh, the Sleeping Beauty Killer. It was Americans Clark book. Hmm. And now I'm back to now. I just am restarting because um, I never finished the cell because I had to return it. So I or sell, excuse me. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm. Did you finish back. it? Nope, I just started it again. So I still have like five hours on that one. Yeah. I mean, it's it's there. It's there. <laughs> Let's see. It. I'm so disappointed because I have been waiting for four months for this particular book. So you know, I use Audible, of course, by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Audible link. But a lot of times too, I will also listen. Uh, go to my local neighborhood library. And use this app called Libby, which basically means you can um, like listen to audiobooks for free. But a lot of times you have to wait, you know, a significant amount of time for them. So I have been waiting for three months for this book, and I finally got it. Uh, so it's uh, let's see. So it's that's the book Party Monster, which was written by James St. James, which is what the movie, you know, starring Macaulay Culkin and Seth Green and everything. That's what the movie is based on by on this book by James St. James. So I had it. And that just seems like something you'd be into. Oh, God. I was obsessed with Party. I still am obsessed with Party Monster. See, I saw it once. It's like, meh. Really? Oh, I found it yeah. fucking fascinating. It has no. Ricky from um, My So-Called Life and uh, Chloe Savini. It's a great cast. And the like outfits. And it's like, you know, late 80s, early 90s, like club kids scene. It's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating murder mystery intrigue drugs it's great anyway so i've been waiting and i'm like all right so i waited like four months for this and i thought i clicked the audio book version and then i looked and it i just got like the um basically like read it on my phone version i was so bummed because i love listening you have to use your eyeballs i have to use but i don't read i don't read stuff on my phone i'd rather i, I like to listen to books or read like an actual book yeah. i don't read yeah. things on my on my phone so i was a little bummed that's why I should have gone to audible.com because I know that they wouldn't have led me astray. No. Well, actually, funemploymentradio.com and then clicked on the Audible link. Yep. Hello, my friends. Everything's in stock all the time. I know. That's right. And I don't have to wait for four months to, nope. for something that I never actually get. But also support your local libraries because they're amazing. Yeah. Hello, my friends. Welcome. Uh, we'll see you. My name is Eric Stone. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Thank you to everybody, first off, who have sent me this, including who has sent this to me, including your roommate sent this to me, uh, to let me know that Cheetos have released their first official mac and cheese products. Yes, mac and cheese and Cheetos are pairing up to make Cheeto mac and cheese. Isn't it been a topping for mac and cheese for a long time? No, I think people, like drunk college kids, like make it a topping. Like if you just crumble a bunch of Cheetos and you know, mix it all together, but now they are packaging it as such. Oh, so it's all Cheetos. flavored. So they're working, yes. Huh. 
Yep. Now, is it flavored or does it come with like an extra packet of crunched up I'm, Cheetos? I'm so glad that you asked me. Let's find out. So Cheetos, this just came out yesterday. Cheetos, owned by PepsiCo, announced that it was releasing its own flavors of mac and cheese. Are you crap? He just fell asleep for like a second. No, I didn't. This is bad. Fans in restaurants have always uh, have already been adding Cheetos to their own cheesy pasta dishes for years. But this is the first time that Cheetos brand itself is releasing its own mac and cheese flavors. Cheetos mac and cheese will come in three flavors. Bold and cheesy, flame and hot, and cheesy jalapeno. Oh, that's my favorite kind of Cheetos. The Cheetos flavored mac and cheese will be available in single boxes and cups starting Saturday at Walmart stores. But uh, the product is expected uh, to be at other retailers by 2021. Uh, so it's going to be a suggested retail price of a quite affordable 98 cents a box. Are you planning to try some of these? I think that I should have a taste test and try all three. I think that's give, a great idea. Yeah. I think we should do a video. Yeah. I'm in. And I could like, tell them apart and like give the pros. Do you want cons. me to like put you like blindfolded and you couldn't say which one is which? But I'm not really like that. I mean, I guess I could tell what are the ones. You could tell these Bold and cheesy, flame and hot and cheesy jalapeno. I mean, I guess I Those could. Those should be pretty distinct. I mean, I just like plain Cheetos. I don't really like any of the other. No, you flavors. should try some of the other ones though and then give your opinion on them. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll surprise yourself. I think we could do something with this. All right. Uh, or else they'll be available yeah, at Walmart lunch, lunch for 12 packs for $11.76. Uh, unlike some types of boxed mac and cheese, the Cheetos version will use corkscrew pasta noodles because they remember, they resemble Chester Cheetah's tail. Ugh. According to the announcement, Cheetos mac and cheese was a combined effort between Frito-Lay North America and Quaker Foods North America, two branches of PepsiCo. So go to your local... Walmart and pick up your Cheeto mac and cheese today. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm, good. Next up, thank you to Courtney who sent this in to me. So everyone's kind of looking for a way that they might be able to escape from this never-ending pandemic dark hole loop that we're all currently living in, correct? Yes. All right. Well, right now, why not decide to move to Scotland? Because the Isle of Rum, which is a small island located 30 miles off the coast of Scotland, is looking for new residents to add to its current population. I'm pretty sure we're not allowed in Europe anywhere. Maybe we're allowed at the Isle of Rum. Okay. I mean, because it's isolated. There are only 30 or 40 people right there right now. That's their current population. And they need more people. Yeah, so the Islands Community Trust is seeking applicants to rent uh, four two-bedroom eco-homes currently under construction. Um, just outside of the village of Kinloch, which is the island's only settlement, rent is only five ninety per month. An ideal applicant five hundred ninety five hundred and ninety dollars. What do you get though on the Isle of Rum? Well, let me let's find out. All right, it's actually so, more money than I thought it would be. Let's fi- well, you get a f- two bedroom eco home on a beautiful remote island, just thirty miles away from Scotland. Okay, and ideal applicants would commit to staying two years or longer. The houses will be available by September 2020. The island is looking for individuals and families who are eager to contribute to the small community by volunteering and helping organize events. Like, this is exactly what you were talking about yesterday, about, like, you know, running off and, you know, going on the lam and creating your own persona. Yeah. You could run a town like this or by volunteering, organizing events. Yeah, okay, so here's my thing, though, with this. This is super isolated. There's there's only 30 to 40 people. Mm. <clears throat> yes, that'd be a good place to go escape to. Um, but you have to pay $590 a month, and they want you to work for free? 
So what kind of actual work do you have to do to get make your $590? All right, let's see. So the island is looking for individuals and families who are eager to, eager to contribute to the small community by volunteering and helping organize events. Particularly, the Trust is looking for hardworking applicants who are either currently self-employed or keen to become self-employed in the fields of food production, catering, tourism, and child care. Skilled workers in construction are also in high demand. Well, that kind of cuts you off. I'm a handyman. They're not handy. The Isle of Rum is also a national nature reserve, Greg, with an abundance of deer, wild goats, ponies, and golden and white-tailed eagles. I mean, it sounds fun. I definitely want to go visit. Sounds like a fun. Well, if you would like to place. visit it, the applicant de- uh, the application deadline. If you would like to move there, if you're just like, I'll see if a small, tiny island thirty miles away from Scotland will take me because I'm a dirty American. The deadline is August twenty eighth, twenty twenty, and you can download the form form online. With the deadlines what? I'm sorry? August 28th. Oh, so that's soon. It's really soon. So that's soon to think of if you want. If you want to escape and go to the middle of nowhere, like really the middle of mm-hmm. See, how much does it cost to go to the flight of the Isle of Rome? Do you ever look that up and just go like, how much yes. does it cost to get to here? Yes. And, and I've like, been doing that a lot more lately. Plus, I still have like my plane tickets from when we were supposed to fly to Chicago in March. Like I couldn't get them refunded. So they're like, use them before the end of the year. So I still think, like, where could I go? But as it, you know, time keeps going on, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. No, you're not going anywhere. No, no, no. Wow, flights are very cheap to go pretty much anywhere. Hmm. When we could go places. I love rum. All right. I thought you said I love rum. Oh, sure. Rum's fine. Yeah. Rum is fine. <gasps> Did you see that there is a new... Um, bar that is open that opened um, here, I think, like a couple days ago. Greg, how could there Greg, be a new bar? Because it's just open. It's like social. Like I think that they were in the process of opening earlier, and then now they're finally like opening their doors after all. You know, all okay. this is happening. It is a rum bar where they serve pina coladas in pineapples. Go on. Uh huh. Where is this place at? It's on like Twentieth and Gleason, and Northeast Gleason. So not too far away. And I was looking at this. I saw it and I was just like, um. Man. That's pretty cool. That's, yeah, that's all I want. That sounds really delicious. I bought a pineapple quarter. What? Yeah. What's that? It's That's where my mental sanity is. It's so you can perfectly core your pineapple and you have pineapple rings. Ooh, that sounds delicious. It is delicious. All right, so it's an outdoor cocktail cart on Northeast Gleason. It's called uh, Tropicale. Hey, I'm down. Yeah. Outdoor cocktail cart. Yep. Is there a place to sit and uh, They play to serve pina coladas and customized margaritas year-round with various syrup, syrups, infused triple sex, and tequilas. Oh, I like tequila. oh, they use Salem area cherries for the garnish. Uh, triple sec comes from Oregon area distillers. Oh my gosh, and you can drink it out of a fresh, freshly cored pineapple. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Oh, and finally, uh, my last world of crazy story. Uh, the headline reads, Suffolk man has sex with 450 tractors. <laughs> a Suffolk man with a bizarre sexual attraction to tractors has been banned from the countryside <laughs> and forced to sign into the sex offenders registry for his undying love for that particular style of farm equipment. Ralph Bishop, 53 years old, was found by police with his trousers around his ankles, and it says in quotes, interfering 
with a tractor parked in a field. Oh, man. How much would that suck if you go out to your tractor like, what the fuck, dude? Dude. Dude. (laughs) Ralph, Ralphie, we've had this talk. Come on, man. It's my tractor, bro. So he was interfering with a tractor. He was arrested on suspicion. I'm, I want to use interfering for different things because that's like a great way of like saying like interfering. Interfering. Well, he was uh, arrested on suspicion of outraging public indecency and admitted to having sexual relations with around 450 tractors all over the South. How do they know the number? Because he said that. He said over... Oh, he's bragging about it. I think they're his bragging It's a bit of a bragging standpoint. Okay. When officers searched his home, they found a collection of more than 5,000 images of tractors on his laptop. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I guess in reality, nobody's being harmed. Yeah, you know. (laughs) What the police did figure out is that uh, Ralph Bishop did indeed have a special desire for John Deere in particular... And especially the green ones. <laughs> We're so weird. If you're depressed, at least you're not, you know running around having sex with other people's tractors, so <laughs> or interfering with them. Excuse me. Interfering. <laughs> there you are. That's your world of crazy. Wow. I know what you were going into there. Nope, I haven't. Almost did. Nope. You almost did it. I've been so good. I used to wake up every morning with it in my head. And now it's like every other morning. I haven't listened to it in a while. It's been since like last weekend. And it's almost Friday. Oh dear God, I almost made it a week. Mm. Keep my peepers peeled for that guy. Anyway. Um, when it comes to uh, ball talk. Did you have, oh, did you have some today? Not much. Well, am I, Here's I'm, a couple of things. All right. So am I pulling it or not? Sure. Okay. You need to just communicate. Just use your words, I swear. It's a little more juice here. Yeah, you do need more juice. I can see it crushing. Oh. <laughs> God, I still got so much to do. Come on, Greg. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. You missed it. Balls. No, it wasn't that far off. I thought the juice was supposed to make my it head. faster. It's just slowing you down, man. It's because I need more of it every time. You need more of it. You need to increase the dose. All right, here's what's going on for uh, Ball Talk. Something for you to know. Major League Soccer continues with their MLS's back tournament. And uh, let me tell you this. They're battling for the finals right now. Oh, wait. One side's already decided. The Portland Timbers are in the finals. Woohoo! By beating Philadelphia yesterday, two to one, that it was, was way closer. Close. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. That was very close. Um, Philadelphia, Philadelphia almost came back and tied it, but uh, Portland survived, and they are in the final. And the their opponent will be decided tonight, as Orlando and Minnesota will play each other. Winner going on to play August eleventh in the MLS final, and you know I will be watching that. Heck yeah. Because that's something to do. I want. I am all sports all the time now. I enjoy watching them. Yeah, it's like look, those are like actual people, like in real time doing something. something. They're they're doing something. Something happening. And uh, on top of that, we've got the Portland Trailblazers. They are playing again tonight. So this will be game four for them out of their eight game postseason schedule. 
They are doing pretty good. They need to keep winning if they want to hope to make it into the playoffs. I hope they do just so we have some more games. I mean, they're probably, you know, whatever. Just keep keep winning. But they're playing Denver tonight. So that's going to be a tough, that's a tough game. As you remember, the Denver Nuggets have uh, Jokic, Nikola Jokic. Oh, yeah. A.K.A. The Joker. And it's going to be a good match because actually he's going against uh, Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic versus Jokic. A couple of Bosnians. Big boys. Knocking each other out. I've really been enjoying watching basketball. It's fun. Especially, it's fun. Especially Gary. What? Oh my God, you and Gary. What's Gary's last name? Trent Jr. It is Gary Trent Jr. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., yes, one of the Blazers. He's actually been playing very well. That's all. I don't have anything else. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. (laughs) Perfect. Sounds like a regular wacko. Real son of a bitch. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you going to wear your shirt? Uh, Maybe. So you have to wear it like while it's timely. You got to strike strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have like I still have all mine from like pop culture relevant things past, like the IKEA monkey one. I have my put a bird on it shirt. Like you have to like really take advantage of them mm. while they are. Remember still we had popular. hashtag winning shirts. Remember when that was a thing? Oh my god, we did. Yeah. Hashtag winning tiger blood. Tiger Blood. I don't remember Tiger Blood. Remember he's kept saying, like, that was another Charlie Sheen thing? Oh, that like, that's right. I know, because now we have Tiger King, because that's canceled out the Tiger Blood thing. Before yeah. Tiger King, there was Tiger Blood. Remember when I had the shirt with the, the sleeveless shirt? It said, Obama can't take these guns. I was pointing to my arms. <laughs> that was really funny for, like... Six months. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Everybody like, got the joke. Get as much out of your Jackie Daytona shirt as you can. And then nobody got the joke anymore. <laughs> Maybe that'll come back around someday. I doubt it. Um, all right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really appreciate it. All of you are awesome, and we... Do say thank you. Thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for thank you for listening to our ridiculousness. Thank you for being a um, you know for giving us a space to talk and relax. And we hope that we help you guys in a little bit of a way, you all. And uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you very much. And yeah. Is that it, Greg? I think so. Uh, the Manual Podcast. Oh, yes. So that's with me and Sam Slaughter and Christian. And we just interviewed Colin Hanks. Very cool. Where can people listen to that? Um, I have to edit it first. Okay. But then it will be up tomorrow morning, Friday awesome. at 9 a.m. Pacific. Perfect. It will go live. All right, cool. Colin Hanks is very nice. I am very glad to hear that. Yep. He seems like he would be. He's a very pleasant. Very personable. That's nice. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's opposite sometimes with some people. So it's it is. You never know. Yeah. No. Turns out he's exactly like you'd picture him. Perfect. Yep. Uh, all right. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Goodbye, friends. Bye. Bye. All right. Now put, put the juice away. Mm.
crazy. Eyes. Keep my peepers peeled for that Stop guy. Stop it. <laughs>